Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. And we have the tools, we have talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And welcome into episode 65 of the Bama Geeks podcast. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Greetings. Three of us are in our lovely state of Alabama. One guy is gone yet again. <laughs> I'm the on-site reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Here is Kevin. Kevin's reporting in from a dank basement in, in uh, an Airbnb currently in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yes. He's up there visiting with uh, Jesse Ventura yeah. in Minnesota. You going to bake in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? I went to, a, <laughs> went, went to a Minnesota uh, Oktoberfest and saw Krampus. It was amazing. Nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we're all down here. I, I would say we're down here baking in the Alabama heat, but apparently Kevin took that with him up to Minnesota as well. Yeah. yeah apparently. There's it's actually hotter up here right now than it is in Alabama. So. There's a heat wave going on in Minnesota. <laughs> Never thought you'd ever hear that. Yeah. So, of course, I'm Brock Parker. There's my wife, Jessica. Hi. And there's Kevin in the Land of Lakes. <laughs> 10,000. 10, lakes. Someone d- counted them. So we don't know if that's an accurate count then. We don't know. We don't. Okay. Well, and, you need to check on that while you're up there, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. Report back to us. Yeah. I, I got to 343 and lost count. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we also have... Brother Bo Bearden over there, right there. The I'm near Lake. A Lake. Million dollar Lake. Hey, million dollar Lake. So uh, we hope that that you're doing well. We thank you for joining us. Uh, we're, we're we're creeping on up the episode count. Like I said, 65. We are driving the speed limit now in some places. Five more episodes until we're. Uh, Alabama speed limit on the interstate, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the posted no. speed limit. Observe yeah. when we're, we're the speed limit between on, on Highway 280 between uh, Sylacauga and uh, Auburn. That's the speed limit there. That's what we are. We're that speed limit right now. Well, you kind of got to drop down in Dadeville a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Alexander true, yeah. City. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> We've already passed those episode numbers. <laughs> <laughs> But we thank you for joining us. We got some fun things happening uh, this episode. We're going to be talking about uh, Alabama Comic Con. Uh, Jess and I went and had a great experience there. Um, and also, uh, Kevin, when he was in the state, uh, went to go hear a wonderful concert uh, down in Montgomery. Uh, we don't know what Bo's been up to. He's just, yeah. you know, being Bo. <laughs> but 
<laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Bo's the best thing you can be. That's right. In our opinion. <laughs> but we've also got these jewels. We all four, wow. we all four have golden eagle mini pecan pies. We have all been seriously good with our willpower. None of us have eaten these yet. We've all been in possession of them for a few days. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they came in. Uh, Jess and I got a box. Kevin got a couple of boxes. Bo got a couple of pies in his mailbox. Thanks to uh, yes. Brock Hub, not, yes. not Grub Hub, or Dort Brock Dash. That's what it was. So, uh, <laughs> sounds like some kind of Gen Six Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know nothing about that. <laughs> you guys are the Pokemon Masters, if that's what they're called. I don't know. I just know Ash and Pikachu. That's what I do at you all the time. So, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> we're married. I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we just like peek at you. Yes. Oh, okay. Peek at you. <laughs> what did you, you think you meant, Jess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've, we left Patreon chat already. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Peek at you, okay. Yeah, you're, you're in Alabama. You say, "Baz, what are you going to do? I'm going to peek at you." Okay. Yeah, I got you now. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just go ahead. Since since we don't know what Bo's been up to, why don't you start us off, hey. Bo? What have you been up to? I've done work, fatherhood, rinse, repeat. I like I, said, I haven't had anything exciting going on too much with me. Like I said, we uh, I can't remember. How, like I, said, I guess uh, I'm slowly catching up to Kevin now. I did some yard work and I've got our um, some of our inflatables and some of our lights up for our Halloween decorations. Your yard looked good the other day when I stopped mm -hmm. by. It's good. We're, we're we're slowly adding more to it, and we're gonna probably add a couple of different things. Well, uh, my mom she went to Aldi and found like a one of those big uh, rope spider display oh, type things. Yeah. I've yeah. seen those. A couple of people have those. those yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna, I got to put that up. I'll probably work that in sometime this week. Uh, mostly, I don't know. I've been in like a severe like organization mood. Like I've been working in the garage, getting it reorganized and playing a few games when I can, which I, for the first time in over a year, I fired up Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Brock. Because I looked at my, I looked at my, I looked at my last achievement. It was like November of last year. And I was like, Mm, I might need to play this as much as I used to play the original trilogy religiously. I, I don't know. It's been weird. Like I'll go through phases where I'll want to play single player stuff and then I'll hop mm -hmm. back into multiplayer when I get a chance. But like I said, I sit down and played. I'm slowly, I'm doing some of my loyalty missions on Mass Effect 2. Like the last one I did was, uh, who did I just do loyalty mission for? Uh, my boy Morden. That was the last one oh, I did. Yeah. His, his loyalty mission in Mass Effect 2. And then I got a couple more to work on, but uh beyond that that's that's it we're getting ready for a trip we're going this weekend well we're recording this uh, when we're recording this a couple of days after this airs we will be driving our way down to orlando florida for the weekend to go to legoland so we're going to see oh, how that's that works right. out. yeah that's right that trip's coming up for you yeah that's yeah, so would, awesome yeah we're gonna it's gonna be a quick weekend trip we'll drive down friday stay saturday and sunday and then come home monday so that's going to be interesting mm. having a weekend trip like that but yeah but it won't be too bad uh i've already talked with him but i he's it's about an hour and a half or about a little over an hour of his way but darn a, i was gonna like hey man i'm gonna be in your neck of the woods at least you know say hi to you but i don't think schedule is gonna line up but yeah no. huh. but beyond that that's uh hmm. 
I'm trying to think beyond that. That's it's, that's been it for me. Has he taken his trip through Alabama yet? I know he was planning. No, uh, he, I, I'm trying to remember here. Recently, he went back up to where he's where his home, which is I think kind of near. Uh, I think it is. Was he? I think he was in Minnesota. I feel bad. I like he's told me a million times, but it was up north. I'm, yeah, is it Michigan. Mm-hmm. I feel Michigan. bad, Darnay. I'm being okay, a bad yeah. friend right now, but uh, we're but like old, said, man. I, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not. We don't not forget because we don't care. We just forget because our brain won't <laughs> let us remember. Yeah. remember. But uh, yeah. But uh, beyond that, like I said, I think he's made a trip, but I'm not sure again. Okay. But yeah, we'll have to meet up with him at some point. I know we're going to be down. We're we're not going to have a whole lot of free time, but we'll be down in Orlando in November. Yeah. Uh, taking our kids to Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's from um. Uh, it's it's uh Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Minnesota, so I thought Plymouth, right, yeah. Minnesota, Minneapolis, and Chris Hall. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're calling you out here, Donnie. Yeah, he's, <laughs> exposing all your your locations. Yes, we're doxing you. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that was it. I was uh, that's that's been all for me. Like nothing much interesting outside of you want a detail of how I reorganized my garage. That's about it. That's about the most interesting <laughs> yeah. thing that's happened to me. <laughs> you know I'm interested. Oh, hey, I got some shelves, got some stuff off the floor that was on the floor and. I'm anxiously awaiting until I can use some of the couple of new tools I got. I'm going to use on my truck next time I do some maintenance on it. That's about uh, it. Uh, tell yeah. me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Now I'm interested. What kind of tools you got? I just got a couple of things, uh, just uh, some ramps and stuff. And uh, I'm just looking to get me a grease gun to try to hit some of the spots like that. Just, I'm, I don't know. I'm the weird, I've got the weird bug of being, I guess I think I've got what Kevin's got the weird bug of being handy and doing stuff. I don't know. It's, must be this must it's i don't know it's interesting like i I, i've i've been busy i don't know what i I guess maybe that's why i look tired kevin i've been busier than normal uh uh, but it's it's not a weird bug it's an expensive bug oh yeah no no i've already priced (laughs) stuff i'm like yeah this is (laughs) well good deal well uh, kevin you've been uh, uh state hopping yeah yeah, I'm 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 currently in as I mentioned earlier, I'm currently in Minnesota doing some uh uh doing some vacation, um vacationing here and just had never been here before. Um so I've had quite a few people on Facebook reach out to me since I've been posting that I'm in Minnesota. They're like, Why did you tell me you were gonna be in my neck of the woods? So apparently I've got a lot of friends that are in Minnesota um currently. Um and uh it, yeah, this is places it's great. It feels I mean I was telling them earlier um, in our, our previous little uh, chat for our Patreon members um, that um, if you were to remove the signs, yes, thank you for the. <laughs> if, you, if you were to remove the signs and then spin me around in a couple of directions, and then I looked around with the way the weather is right now, I'd probably think I was somewhere in, in, in Alabama that I've never been before. Um, it's just, it, it feels very familiar here until people started talking, and you know, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When did I get to Fargo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, f- folks have the accent here. Um, you know, obviously they're missing, you know, some of the the staples of the grocery store that I'm used to in uh, in Alabama. They don't have Golden Eagle products here or anything like that. We're a little bit of ways away, but this place is uh, it, it's been pretty fun. Um, mm-hmm. Can definitely tell. Um, you know, quite a few of the cars that are here are uh, uh, are a lot more beat up because they do salt the roads and whatnot in the winters, and you can tell um, some of the cars they've just got like the bottoms of them are eat up, and then it's 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 stuff that we don't really see very often in Alabama, where you know in Alabama they're the entire cars eat up. 
<laughs> that's you know, with no windshield and things like that. That stuff exists here too. It's just you know usually just the bottom of the car. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, pretty much been my last several days has been in Minnesota, and and uh, you know before that is uh, we're going to speak about it a little bit. But that you know I have the concert with the Montgomery Symphony Orchestra. That we'll talk about it here in just a few. But uh, yeah, it's actually uh, been fairly reasonably action-packed for me uh for the last couple of weeks nice it's 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 funny to hear you say how that area up there is it resembles alabama a little bit mm-hmm. in 2017 uh i was the best man for uh one of my best friends from high school up in london ontario and driving from detroit into canada and, and on the way up to london it looks like south alabama it's the yep. spitting image of of the flat farmland that's mm-hmm. in where I grew up in South Alabama, with the exception uh, up there, they've got giant windmills everywhere. Yep. But landscape, I swear I was back around mm-hmm. Dothan or Enterprise. It mm-hmm. was identical to where I grew up. Yeah, it is flat as a pancake here. There's mm-hmm. really not much of anything. And, um, you know, I was I was kind of enamored that since I'm in, in uh, you know, Minneapolis, Minneapolis for folks that a lot of folks that may not know well you know that they got their big boom whereas you know birmingham alabama got the big boom from you know iron still still mills here they got it from grain and uh flour mm-hmm. flour mills um so you know they had the the big the big mill explosion that happened that when it was after 26 years after it was closed the thing just suddenly one night just blew its top and went up in an inferno and and that was a you know the that was back in the 90s and that was a big thing that uh um kind of shocked the nation at the time um that, that you know that that occurred because it had been closed for so long but uh yeah there's quite quite a few uh uh prominent uh flower brands came from here P- pillsbury is has a big presence here mm-hmm. so uh yeah it's um this place that's pretty cool I, I would definitely recommend it if you're ever wanting to uh visit minnesota you know definitely check out minneapolis this seems to be a really cool place and there's there's tons of places you can go here you can travel a couple of hours you can actually go to the uh, source of the the uh uh, Mississippi River. No, oh, yeah. it's very neat. close. Okay. So, yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, uh, as far as us, uh, Jess and I have been <laughs> traveling, not as far as Kevin. We went mm-hmm. over into Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we spent the past couple of days over there. Um, my kids had homecoming my daughter had her senior homecoming game and she was on the this the homecoming court so we went over there for that and then they had their the homecoming dance my son's very first one Mm -hmm. my daughter's very last one my son did not have a date um and we asked him you know why didn't you try to get a date for your homecoming dance and his response was i'm a simple man i'm only going for the food (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't have time for all that right he doesn't now. have time for that ain't nobody <laughs> got time for that i gotta eat <laughs> and he's skinny as a rail <laughs> you know but um so that's what we've been up to the outside of our usual shenanigans at work and school and everything else and uh we'll, we'll talk about alabama comic-con that happened last weekend um we'll talk about that in a bit mm-hmm. as well but yeah outside of that nothing much really for us yeah nothing really just uh just normal life i guess just prepping like these other two gentlemen for halloween yeah man 
Oh, it's October first. Today, as we're nice. recording, October first. And so. I will tell you this, guys. Um, unlike normal, you know, anybody that knows me and has seen my Halloween decor, it's it's kind of not there yet. I've got some new things that I'm going to be doing this year, but because I had this big trip that I was going to be doing to you know Minnesota, I'm not going to be doing that until I get home. So you probably are going to see pictures. I will probably post some to the front porch of me putting some of my stuff up. I'm going to have stay puff back this year. I'll have the, the skeleton Ghostbusters back this year, and this year I actually have a new addition, my uh, Trick Ghastly display that, that's going to actually be singing Ghostbusters. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's going to be sweet. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm hoping we break our. And granted, some of you guys may laugh at this because you probably get way more trick or treaters or way less or less trick or treaters. But every year that I've been at my current home, uh, the trick or treat account has gone up. It probably has nothing to do with the fact that I gave up full size candy bars. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm hoping that this year we break um, over 150 kids this year. So wow, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we do because I mean it's got to the point where they just bring them up, up in trailer loads um, to the house. So yeah, I'm, I'm super super stoked and looking forward to it. Are you guys Good. doing trick or treat on Halloween, or is it going to be like the weekend prior? Do you know yet when the neighborhood's going to do it? I'm going to be doing it on. I will be ready to go on the weekend if I have trick or treaters to come around. Um, but I haven't heard anything from uh, from any anybody around them, them trying to organize anything beforehand. So I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing it on because it's a Tuesday this year. I think I'm going to be doing it on yeah. Halloween. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't really have trick or treaters come through our neighborhood. Mm-mm. Yeah. So we, we we miss out on the fun. But I'm kind of located like in the middle of a large um, neighborhood mm-hmm. and it just happens to be kind of the central location and everyone just knows to bring their kids there. Well, it's like we have a few at my neighborhood. I figured I would have had more when we moved here because we've only been here about five years now and I figured there'd be more, but it's not as much traffic as I was expecting. Hmm. Yeah. And you're in a good sized neighborhood too. Yeah. I mean, we are too. We've got a lot of houses around here, but they, they nobody trick or treats. In fact, it's strange like, how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a house a couple of doors down that some people have now moved into. And I walked outside last night after we got back and they had Halloween lights up around their windows and stuff. So I'm like, oh, there's actually some life in this neighborhood finally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, you know, not gunshot related. Bring life oh. to the Halloween scene in the in the neighborhood since I, I moved in probably has zero to do with me. It is just that people want to participate, but I don't know. There's I understand you people doing trunk or treat. I understand that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I still think that there's a lot of importance in kids being able to get out and 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 see different houses and things like that. Mm-hmm. I um, completely agree. Mm-hmm. I will I will always support that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And whenever we move from here, hopefully. Well, granted, my my uh, goal is to get back out into the country yeah, and like, away from civilization, so we say. might not have any trick or treaters ever again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just I, I I wish we could. I I really do wish we we did have trick or treaters around here, but um, they just don't they don't come around. No, I've never been able to crack the code as to why it is. I mean, it could be you know socioeconomic reasons. It could be just the neighborhood isn't friendly it could be i mean you guys have had some fun stuff in your neighborhood happen <laughs> uh, they could kind of preclude it from from being, <laughs> being Thank, a, a, thankfully a area. <laughs> thankfully random and, and, yes. and a one-off incident <laughs> thankfully um 
we covered that in previous episodes. But, uh, but then you can have a super quiet, safe neighborhood that never gets folks like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, they said that he doesn't get very many. And whereas I do, I get mm-hmm. a lot because people just know every year that they can go and do this loop around this one particular road and then just fan out from there. And they're going to get, you know, those kids are kind of come back with garbage bags full of candy. You know? <laughs> I think also the- worth it to go. But I think also people like you, like you said, they do the groups where they go to them like pre-made neighborhoods, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rather than the housing neighborhoods, which I get that. Hey, that's fine. Cause you know, it's simple path circle in and out where, you know, mm-hmm. some of the, some of these places have, you know, different layout, but yeah. Yeah. They, they queue up to go around our, 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 our street. Mm-hmm. So like when, when it's, when it's, when it's really jumping like around seven o'clock, mm-hmm. um, we have a queue of cars waiting to go yeah. around yeah uh, and it's it's just it just makes me feel so good that that that's what does it for me for halloween is like you know i love doing all the decorations i just love it that others can enjoy it it's the same as when we would go out and do you know ghostbusters and then you know we still do but like when we go yeah. to conventions as you get up there and you're like cool you there's obviously somebody at the table that's enjoying this as much as i do and they really want to know more it's yeah. just the same thing yeah yeah it, yeah, it's kind of the same way with neighborhoods back when uh, when I lived in East Alabama and my kids were younger. Our, our neighborhood, even though it was a very established, there were kids all in the neighborhood. They didn't do trick-or-treat in our neighborhood. So we would go we would go probably a couple of miles away to another neighborhood where all the uh, affluent people lived. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. boy, they decorated every house and there were cars mm-hmm. in lines as far as you could see. Mm-hmm. And so we always went over there. And so, you know, our kids thankfully were, you know, young enough to not realize that mom and dad were swiping their candy too. Um. <laughs> well, the, good, the, the good thing is, is I think this year, like last year, last, last year, we also had, you know, Halloween on, on a weekday. Like last year, a lot, a lot of the trunk retreat activities um, pretty much everywhere were going to happen on the weekend, which mm-hmm. is cool. That just leaves Halloween, true Halloween and, yeah. and trick-or-treating. Uh, it's going to leave it open. So hopefully... You know, any kid's going to be like, Mom, can I, can we go and do trick or treating as well? Because I can get double candy. Exactly. No more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the trunk or treat that we'll participate in again this year is on a, is on a Sunday night, you know, before Halloween. Yeah. So, well, very cool. Well, a huge welcome back to the best month of the year. That's right. It's October, baby. Uh, October, hands down, is the best month of the year. And I think all four of us will fight anybody on that. Yep, it's a great month. I agree. And I see all y'all with y'all's red and white trying to take over. Um, (laughs) The thing people people like to complain about that with stores, like stores, stores are going to put out what sells, and the only the reason that they put out Christmas early is because people buy Christmas early. I get it. I I get it. It's we when we went to Hobby Lobby one time. I mean, I flat out asked an associate. You know, it's it was at the end of September. Uh, beginning of October. And I asked him, I said, so why do you guys put out so much Christmas stuff early? And they said, well, we're a craft store and people start making their Christmas crafts this time. They start buying the things Mm -hmm. and start working on them to put them up around Christmas. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Why are the trees up? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand selling the Christmas trees just yet, but. Well, there are some folks that, you know, November 1st hits. And and they've already got Mariah Carey out Dude, full blast. I can't stand it. But and my daughter loves Christmas music so much. And and as soon as Halloween is is done, 
it's time to turn it on. And, you know, local radio stations around Birmingham, one in particular is notorious for starting right yeah. as soon as Halloween ends. And I refuse to listen to any Christmas music until Thanksgiving night. Once yes. Thanksgiving night hits and dinner's over, you know what? Welcome, Santa. Yeah, Give the like, turkey a chance, though. Everyone's always like, you must like dislike Christmas. No, I just, I like balance. Yes. You like things balance. where they belong. Well, I mean, you know, the whole November 1st thing is is the November 1st thing. I can't say anything because I'm starting to do Halloween on September 1st. Um, yeah. Because so, I, I consider, I go by, people have had folks that they've kind of argued with me. And I'm like, I go by meteorological fall, which is mm. September 1st. When James Spann, the weatherman, <laughs> tells me it's fall. That's when we start doing Halloween. <laughs> Game well, on. <laughs> well, usually, like I put mine up after I get home from Dragon Con because I still have a day or two afterwards before I go back to work. This year I didn't do that, but that, I'm kind of glad I did because I was able to mow my lawn and then put my displays up. And now I don't think I have to worry about cut, moving them to cut my grass again. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. So that's. Don't say that. I know. <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. It's just not. It's not too aggravating. It's just, eh, you know. But that's. Like I said, that's me. Like I said, I try not to dislike Christmas. It's just. No, I don't. I, I don't see that as you dislike. No. But you just, you kind of like, you know, the holidays to be what, you know, where they are in their placement of it. It's more special year. when it happens when it's supposed to. I guess that might be my, yeah. Yeah. my weird way of doing it. No, I totally get that. I'm just so, I, my thing is like when it's September, we're supposed to be in the 60s, okay? It, it, you know, with this, Alabama. we're supposed to be in the 60s. I should be feeling crisp cool breezes right now that's no. my gripe no tornadoes hurricanes yes <laughs> when september hits i'm 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 done with hot weather let's just let's roll right into fall this is how it's supposed to be it's september not now Shoot, i'm done with hot weather june 15th that's when i'm well, done with hot weather <laughs> just like uh, you know i just wish that the the seasons were were as balance. they're supposed to be. Yes, yeah. balance. It's, it's a balance. sense of balance. Yes. You know how it is, Jess. You get you I get know. three weeks of winter in February, and then we, when we go straight back to summer, that's the way it is here. I just <laughs> want to be wearing. You know, I just I, I just want to be. If it's Halloween, I want to wear like you know jack o' lantern sweatshirts and and sweaters and you know it's just like I want I want fall to feel like fall right now. Mm. Yeah. Soon. Soon we're in October. Soon, now, very I soon. I, 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 leaves are I, falling I, like it's fall. Like mm -hmm. my driveway is completely covered in leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had we had fake fall last week and the week yeah. before last. Mm -hmm. the, the temperatures did drop down into the low eighties. Also, being yeah. ridiculously dry helps too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's October. We're happy. Mm -hmm. Going to be even happier yeah. when that temperature drops. Yeah. I will have a happy little midgy. That's right. Oh, <laughs> 60 degrees. Come on. 60 degree weather. I'm ready for you. I need you. to wash my jacket. That's what we think. I don't know if I wash that for last season. Oh, golly. I got I to gotta get my jackets and go have them dry clean, too. Yeah, I, I'm a big, I love jackets. I like wearing jackets. We just don't get much jacket weather. I, I love wearing jackets, too. It hides my fat. Yeah. Hey. There you go. <laughs> hey. I bothered, I bothered packing a jacket to go come up here and uh, that jacket hadn't been touched. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also looking forward to, um, you know, we, we've, Brock and I would like to kind of dive into some uh, more, you know, horror stuff, horror, watching some horror movies this month and, you know, getting ready for 
the spooky season. Yeah, I got that box set, that Blu-ray box set of all the uh like what 30 something mm-hmm. classic universal monster movies. Ooh. All the black and white ones. Ooh, it, nice. It, it, was, it was a box set from Universal. I got what last year? Uh, year last year before last or last year or something. It's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think we watched them. No, we did watch a couple of them last yeah, year. We did. Um yeah, we got we got to break those out. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, who is who has never really seen a horror movie, was asking me the other day for her and her boyfriend, like, "Hey, what can we? What what'll be a good safe, you know, maybe a good psychological horror movie that we could watch?" And uh, right off the bat, I'm like, "Look, ignore the fact it's in black and white. You got to go Psycho." Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock is is good psychological. That, that, that that's going to be your that's going to mm-hmm. be your first great entryway into horror movies is Psycho. Don't go for this Vince Vaughn remake. Go for the OG <laughs> Anthony Perkins. Yeah. So I definitely, I, I know we need to plow through the, uh, the other universal monster films, but we got to do psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, cause I've also, I also bought a DVD set of like six classic Hitchcock movies. And of course that's in there. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we own all the psychos. Do we? I think so. I know the first the first two, or you can't get any better than that. But I tell you, what, it was one thing with all the black and white stuff. Like it, it all the black and white stuff transitions beautifully to high definition. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. Something film. about those black and white. Yeah, I guess film, film and just like the black and white stuff is it just it transfers and it looks so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um? I mentioned this last year, Brock. I think when we were talking about like our favorite Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever get around to watching a girl walks a home walks alone home? I'm totally butchering you. <laughs> Girl walks home alone at night. No, no. I... Film. It, it was a, a, a like an indie film mm-hmm. that has the same level of like horror, psychological horror as Psycho. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. We need to look. It just you, you, you guys who listen. You guys know me. My brain's gonna forget about this halfway through the episode. So now, when I go back and and get ready to post this, we gotta make a note to watch that. Jess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. That's that's like with me. There's a psychological horror movie I want to watch because it's uh it's inspirational. One of my favorite games of horror, Silent Hill Two, is called Jacob's Ladder. And it's supposed to be like a lot of inspiration. Oh, with Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be. It's supposed to. Yeah, I've always, I've all, I've heard. Of, I need to watch it. But like I said, I know it's an inspiration for one of my favorite games, Silent Hill 2, and I need to watch it. Jacob's Ladder is a good movie. It's, yeah, Tim okay. Robbins. I remember watching it in the 90s when it okay. not long after it came out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Of course, anything with Tim Robbins, I'm going to watch. So. And it's on Paramount Plus. It is? Okay, good deal. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. So, you have that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my, my, uh, my daughter's boyfriend was like, she texted her back. He's she's like, that that's in black and white. And I'm like, young man, yeah, young man, you will appreciate it being in black and white. Yeah, because you'll never know it's chocolate syrup going down the drain instead of blood. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is kind of funny how like the black and white thing is. Like I guess that's like me when you're going back with nostalgia, like how our parents kind of looked at black and white stuff. Like now to me, I look at things like that were recorded or filmed in standard definition. It's kind of like our generation's black and white stuff. Yeah. <laughs> did you say that i i agree with that very much <laughs> um uh, speaking of psycho i got i don't know if i've ever told the story on here when uh at universal studios florida mm-hmm. uh they had an alfred hitchcock theater which is now shrek's 
3D something. I think, uh, I think the Shrek thing's gone. Yeah, Shrek's gone. Yeah. I think it's about to become something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Too many iterations of this. But where the Shrek 3D thing, I, I guess that's what it was. That used Four, to be the Alfred Hitchcock Presents place. And uh, I actually got to play Norman. Uh, it, 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 you go and you sit down and you you watch kind of a little mini documentary of, of Alfred Hitchcock and his films and stuff. And they the the i don't guess they're called cast members at universal i know this is what they're called at disney but the employees the park employees they're universal um this was when i was in high school they came through the crowd and they would just sit there and look at people and one of them walked up to me and they're like how would you like to help us out with something and i'm like okay he said all right well when you get into the theater to watch this documentary there's going to be a center seat with that has a star in front of it go sit in that seat. And then before the documentary is done, we're going to bring you backstage somewhere. I said, okay, cool. So, uh, went, sat down, they got me and I went back and they're like, okay, time to put on a dress. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) They said, yeah, you got to wear a dress and a wig. You're going to play, you're going to play Norman Bates. And you know, you're going to, we've got an actress here. And, and of course, another one of the the park employees. Mm -hmm. So I went introduced, you know, they got introduced to her and she was wearing a, a tan colored leotard and she was going to be in the shower, in the shower scene. And I was going to come by, you know, yank the curtain back and yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got to do that, which was really cool, you know, in front of the rest of the crowd. That was pretty cool. And they said, they said, the light's going to come on behind you. And so your silhouette is going to show through the shower curtain. Mm-hmm. So just stand there with that pose with the knife up in the air and then yank the curtain back and have at her, but don't really <laughs> <laughs> oh, do it, but don't do it. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So I, I love Alfred Hitchcock. I can't wait to, to dive back into those now that it's October. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. So, well, I guess we can wrap up our intros. Anybody sure, got anything yeah. else? Yeah. All right. Well, uh we'll do uh head on into well before we do before we do let's do our social media plugs at bama geeks on instagram x facebook tiktok and youtube i'm slowly being able to say x and not twitter anymore (laughs) even though i had to reference tweets at some point today and some homework but x that's what it is yeah you're referencing x yes Oh, (laughs) (laughs) boy, don't we all have stories Um, (laughs) at at Bama Geeks on Instagram, X, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. Uh, You can also find us on Facebook at the Bama Geeks Front Porch. Just search that out. That's our private online community where we hang out and post some fun things. Kevin's going to have some some stuff, like he said earlier, that he'll share in there. And then if you want to get in on the 40 minutes prior to this that we spent talking to our wonderful Patreon members, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks, five bucks a month will get you the extra episodes, extra audio, extra video, and um, access to the Discord Mm -hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Five bucks a month. We hope it's the best five bucks a month you can spend. Maybe not, but we try. (laughs) So, uh, Jess, are you ready? You have not told me anything about this week's, this episode's 
southern words and phrases. Yeah, I'm ready. You are red eye. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Let's there you go. Now you're now you're on the big screen. Hi everyone. Hello. Uh for this episode, I have selected the well, I get I mean, I guess it's a phrase, but it's it's, it's a word also or a term, I guess is what you'd say. I have selected hissy fit. No. Hissy fit. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> that is a term i heard my entire childhood i think we have all heard hissy fit said to us numerous times in our lifetime a hissy fit is a grown-up temper tantrum sometimes this is shortened to hissy i might also (laughs) note that any true southerner knows that you don't have a hissy fit you pitch one that's yeah (laughs) Yeah, my mom told me I was pitching a hissy fit yeah. all the time. That was one of her favorite phrases. Yeah, my mother too. Yeah. Hissy fit. Yes. <laughs> Have you had a hissy fit lately? Me? Yeah. I don't think so. No, you're pretty oh, calm. If she did, you'd know about it. I was yeah. going to say, you yeah. would know. You'd be prime it, suspect. Yeah, okay, yeah well, tell me about it. Yeah, it, in the five and a half years that, that we have been together, uh, no, we've never... We've mm-hmm. never had a throwdown of any kind. Mm-mm. We're usually pretty. Uh, don't yawn. She's yawning. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now you sound. I'm, now you sound like my daughter. <laughs> She's always I'm gonna, tired. I feel like that's a. I'm pitching. Am I hit pitching a hissy fit when I'm? I'm so tired. No, you're pitching mm-hmm. a yawning fit. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No. She. She is very well reserved. I am too. We. We have a very calm household. It's. It's wonderful at this age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Well, we need to know, Mr. Gardner, did you prepare for Minnesota dad jokes? I didn't do Minnesota <laughs> dad jokes, guys. This is this is spooktober. We're going to be having Halloween dad jokes. Oh, snap. Yay. Mario, are you ready for this one? It's Let's be do Halloween it. Dad joke number one. Okay. Where will you never find a vampire eating? Mm, you got me on that one at a steakhouse (laughs) 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 bravo bravo i've not heard that that is a good one that's a new one to me i was thinking somewhere garlic or bread or something like that that's a good one although it, it it does happen occasionally but it's probably really rare uh, <laughs> hang on where is it that was very well done there it is. <laughs> that's awesome we're, we're we only going with one this episode or you got another one or you can no, save it for... no. That, okay. I mean, he, yeah, yeah that's he, good he, that's a good but that's a yeah, that's fantastic that one. yeah i like that one that's very good one. all right well thank you both so much for that that is mm-hmm. wonderful you're welcome hissy fit and steakhouses I love it. <laughs> you ever throwing a hissy fit in a steakhouse? Yeah. Well, if your food's not, you know, if you don't get your food like you like it, I guess that can cause you to pitch a hissy fit. I don't want to tell a story, but I think I probably have before. <laughs> we about to get all angry up in this Quincy's. What do you mean you don't have the big fat yeast roll? Yeast roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big fat yeast roll. Well, if we wanted these, man, oh. Oh, those are so good. Those rolls were the best. And I always thought that Quincy's was named after the TV show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jack, was that, not Jack Glugman, right? 
Um, I think I think so, it was yeah, Jack Glickman. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's a throwback. Yeah, <laughs> there's your random useless information for me for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Uh, Huh? Yeah, Jack Klugman. Yep. You are correct, Bo. Yep. So I I do want to talk about I do want to pitch an audible, very Ooh. calm hissy fit. Oh. 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 I know. Oh. I know where we're going. Here we go. So all right. Hey, okay. So hissy I'm, fit, aka Bear with Brock. Yes, this is the yes. Bear with Brock segment. Uh, we are going to uh, calm down after this with some uh, golden oh, eagle yeah, pecan pies. Good. Yeah that's the calming factor so let's talk about you guys have heard us bash on walmart we've kind of laid off walmart for a while and we'll continue to lay off walmart they've been okay lately yeah it's, it's been good it's yeah. been good walmart you're, you're doing well let me tell you who's not doing well that'd be federal express <laughs> that'd be fedex fed up with fedex this isn't bear with brock this is fed up with fedex um FedEx, we had some stuff. I mean, it's it's October, spooky season. You got to get your Halloween decorations. And mm -hmm. where's one of the best places to get your Halloween decorations? Spirit Halloween. Well, they had a wonderful sale, as they always do. And so we loaded up on Haunted Mansion stuff. Mm -hmm. And FedEx, the Spirit shipped it via FedEx, which I always cringe when I see that carrier <laughs> on many things. Um, but uh fedex delivered it just not to our house mm -hmm. this was a, a big box and we 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 dropped a dime on on some haunted mansion stuff because it was in stock sometimes it's hard to find the things you really want but we we caught it when it was in stock so um because our, our local spirit stores had not opened yet mm -hmm. and i don't even know if they are open um but so we ordered some haunted mansion stuff again i'm being a broken record apologize for that <laughs> <laughs> fedex delivered it to this house about three miles away now, how do we know it was three miles away well it was because uh they fedex has a, a procedure where most of the time they will send you a picture of your delivery mm -hmm. and it says i got the email hey delivered fantastic i open up the app that's not our house. Yeah. There's the box. There's a big box mm -hmm. with spirit Halloween tape around it. And that's not our house. That's not our carport. We don't know where it is. Yeah. So I message Jess. I'm like, um, it ain't here. It's not at the house. Of course I'm at work. She's at work. And she says she went to our local Facebook group and said, Hey, can anybody tell me where this house might be? And immediately, wonderful people in our, our community. Yep, it's here. It's on this road. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. Just pulls up Google Maps. Lo and behold, there it is. I found the house. The exact she same car parked in under the <laughs> carport that's in the FedEx picture. You know, who knows when this Google map or this Google image was uploaded, but it's the same car in the picture that shows car. where FedEx delivered this package. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even for a Chevy, it was reliable, apparently. Yeah. So, <laughs> so honey, what did you do next when you discovered this location? Well, I, well, uh, we'll backtrack for just one second. Because when you sent me the picture, I called FedEx 
Yeah, that's what it, it was before before we located the house. Right, right. When when you sent me the picture that you got showing the delivery, I called FedEx and I was like, hey, um, and of course, they don't want you to speak to someone. Oh, they no. want you to use the automated thing, which isn't any help at all. Never. Because it tells you the exact same thing that's on the website. All they can tell you is your package was delivered. So I had to act like an idiot that I don't know how to push a button. And I just had to sit zero, there. Zero, 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 zero. Yeah, zero, 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 zero. And finally says, let me put you in touch with someone. That's what I want. Because you try to say representative. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. They send you the automated thing. Anyway, finally got somebody. Told them, hey, uh, we got the picture of the delivery. That is in our house. That doesn't look like any house on our street. I have no idea where this house is. So they were like, okay, well, we'll, we'll send up an issue. Um, and if you don't receive your package within 24 hours, you know, we would highly suggest that you, you know, file a claim. Okay. So, you know, and, and this leads me to, I got thinking about it and thinking about it. I was like, you know, I've seen people on our town community page posts, make similar posts. Some people even say, Hey, I've got a package at my house for, so-and-so, mm -hmm. you know, just reaching out. So, People here are helpful. Yeah, there's been a lot of resolution. So I went ahead and I, I was going to make that post. Now, they it has to have admin approval, so it doesn't go up immediately. Um, but it did finally go up. And I had a you know, couple of people comment, and this, like, a, like Brock was mentioning earlier, so, hey, I know where this house is. So now we've gotten to the point that we're in the story where I know where this house is. So it's not far from where I work. Um, so I was like, Hey, I'm, um, going to go check something. Be right back. So I left and went to this house and Hey, look, it is the house. There is the car that's in the driveway. There's no box sitting out on the carport though, but it is the, you know, so I walked up, knocked on the door, you know, and it, this day and age, this world we live in, I, you know, it, you have to the, be leery about walking into really, somebody's house. Yeah. You just don't ever know, really know where you're coming up on and i get it and it's same for the people that live in a house yeah. you know so i go up and i i think i'm ringing a doorbell but i don't hear anything so i just start knocking on this little side door under the carport and i hear this little old lady voice who's there <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh great i was like Hi, ma'am. I'm so sorry to bother you, but I I think that you might have gotten a package delivered here to your house that belongs to me. There's silence. Um, hang on. So, <laughs> lady opens the door. She looks like she's probably maybe in her seventies, and I show her the picture. Yeah, that's my house. I know I'm standing here. Yeah, I realize this. She's like, I don't have your box, though. I I did not. I don't have it. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I hope you find it. But what box did she have? She had a. She said the only thing she had delivered to her house, and she showed me. Which she went I, to the basement to get it. Yeah, yeah. She was. Yeah, she was like, well, yeah. I'm sorry. She did say so. she was. Well, hang on. Let me check. And she, you know, come back out. Didn't have the package, but she had her chewy box, yeah, you know, for, for, the her, pup. for her pup at the house. So <laughs> it's like, she said, I did, this is the only box I've had delivered here today. And not relevant to the story, but I thought it was cute. Yeah. So 
<laughs> I was like, well, thank you. I'm so sorry to bother you. That's all right. I, I hope you get it figured out. I hope you find your package. I was like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, we just chalk it up to the packages gone. The mm. package, the, her, the box is missing from her, from her carport. Yeah. And maybe we're thinking, okay, so maybe they did go by and pick it. Maybe they realized what they did. They got the call about mm -hmm. it. They went back and picked up the box from the, from the house. But the picture, and I read, I did look, the picture was still showing her house mm -hmm. that later that night. So yeah. we're just like, okay, somebody took it. Somebody stole it. That's fine. We'll file a claim with FedEx. So, cause they told her, you know, call back in 24 hours. I get up the next morning, get to work and just for grins and giggles, check the FedEx app. Well, guess what? The picture had changed to that box sitting on our front porch mm -hmm. and the time had changed yeah. to about 40, 45 minutes later, mm -hmm. after Jess made the phone call to FedEx yeah. to, to inquire about this missing package, uh, this misdelivery. And I was like, well, you, you got home for lunch just after mm -hmm. that. And she's like, there was no box here. Yeah. I said, okay. And our neighbor peeked out the window. We just contacted our neighbor and our neighbor said, no, there's no box on the front porch. Cause I was thinking, well, they redelivered it this morning. Yeah. Nope. No dice. So the box is just gone, but there's a picture of it clearly sitting on our front porch. Yeah. The same box that was under the carport. So, uh, I contact FedEx and I tell them, okay, something fishy's going on here. And she's like, well, this was delivered with FedEx or FedEx sure post. So that means the post office delivered it to your house. And I'm like, okay. She's like, we can't initiate a claim. You need to call the postal service. Okay. No problem. I'll call the postal service. Yeah, but see, here's the thing too on the on the tracking information. It clearly states that it was FedEx ground, that it was not yeah. sent through the post office. Yeah, it wasn't Sure Post. It was yeah. FedEx ground, mm -hmm. and so uh, I called the postal service, the national line, and talked to this wonderful woman. I wish I could remember her name. She was fantastic. Um, and I said, "Well, here's the tracking number." And so she goes, "Well, let me see if I can cross-reference this with one of our tracking numbers. If it's if it was sent sure post." And she goes, "No, I don't have it in my system. Let me look on FedEx's website." And she goes, "There's a box on that porch." And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Then we didn't deliver it." Mm -hmm. I said, "How do you know?" She said, "We don't take pictures. We just drop it off and leave." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, she's honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's like, USPS doesn't take pictures of of delivered packages. And I said, "Okay." She said, like, you need to call FedEx back. Mm. So I, at this point, somebody I'm suspecting porch pirates at this point <clears throat> or suspecting that as has been with the, been the case around the Birmingham area with one or two yeah. FedEx drivers in recent memory where packages have been just like thrown off into ditches mm -hmm. and there's been some rogue FedEx drivers around our city. And so I'm thinking. Okay, she has just contacted, you know, run the issue up the flagpole with FedEx. And during that time, maybe this driver got word that you made a boo-boo fix this and maybe just got mad and came out of spite, put the package on her porch, took the picture, and then took it back and made it disappear. I'll, I am 
so certain that's probably what happened because we've never had an issue with porch pirates, mm -hmm. especially within within an hour of, you know, us yeah. being us you know, just returning to the house. Yeah. So I called FedEx back and I said, look, and they're like, look, this ain't us. This is this is sure post. This is the post office. I'm like, look, the lady said they don't take pictures. This wasn't delivered by them. We're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Thank you, FedEx. So my, I'm boiling. I mean, mm -hmm. boiling at this point. Cause I'm like, we dropped a dime on this and we really want our stuff. Now it's about the principle of why are we getting jerked around by FedEx? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I called, I called spirit Halloween. I said, here's an issue. We da 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 da. And mm -hmm. she said, let me look up your order number. And she's looking at it, and all of a sudden she goes, Huh. I said, Huh. She said, They didn't even deliver this to your town. And I'm like, Well, there's a <laughs> picture of it on our porch. She goes, Yeah, but it wasn't delivered to your town. She said, Tell you what, everything that you ordered is still in stock on our website. We're going to like do a two day delivery to you. <laughs> she goes, That's the good news. We don't mind replacing it. I said, you're wonderful. She said, here's the bad news. It's coming through FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, oh, I said, the empire strikes back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I said, is there nothing you can do? She said, no, we're, we're mandated to use FedEx. We have to use FedEx. We're so sorry. Probably. Yeah. She said, but if it does not arrive, call us back. We'll send it again. Well, she, she said, I'm so sorry. And yeah, and I think that they're aware that they've had several incidences with FedEx yeah, uh, according she, to her conversation with Brock as well. Too. Yeah. She, she made mention of, she goes, I'm so sorry. We have to use FedEx. And I'm like, I am too. But this time, instead of sending all the stuff in one box, they mm -hmm. sent it in three smaller boxes. And I'm not going to say FedEx redeemed themselves. But they all three showed up. But we got our stuff. We got our <laughs> we stuff. They did their job this time. Yeah. Okay. They did their job. I think we got a yeah. disgruntled driver this past time who was just being a jerk, um, which has been the case with, like mm -hmm. I said, local drivers lately for FedEx. You, you probably got my disgruntled driver that used to deliver to my house that he delighted himself. And and no matter the weight or the fragility of the package, he would just toss it in over end. Mm. On yeah. my front porch, yeah. he didn't care. Yeah, he's like, hey, we treat it like this in the um, you know, in, in the facility. I'm gonna do it on your front porch. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I still kind of expect, even if you treat it poorly in your facility, I don't need to know that. Ignorance is bliss. You yeah. need to treat it with care. I would expect while you're being while it's being delivered. So, shortly after I made a complaint about this FedEx driver, he just disappeared. Yeah, we um, they may show up here. Yeah, you may have my driver. And the thing the thing is, is we've had FedEx drivers recently, like I've been home and they've been delivering stuff. And it's always this one young guy, mm -hmm. fantastic young man. Yeah. I mean, he and I have had conversations and it, this isn't something he would do. Right. So they, they've had to switch drivers at some point. But mm -hmm. uh, so I, I took to, to, to X Twitter and started railing against you know, it's like, Hey, I hope you're having a great day, except for you, FedEx, <laughs> you know, and kind of railed on them a little bit and got a reply back from FedEx. I'm like, look, it, I said in my, in my, my post, my tweet, whatever, you know, don't at me with this. Don't reply. Just know you are horrible. And I got a reply and I'm like, and I, I sent back, I'm like, 
did you not hear me that I don't want you to try to resolve this when the people on your phone wouldn't resolve it? And then some guy enlightened me to, you know, you're arguing with a bot. Mm-hmm. And then I felt really good. <laughs> but, you know, FedEx, I don't know if, if anybody listening works for FedEx. Tell your higher ups to do a better job with, mm-hmm. with hiring quality drivers. Just it, we're not asking for much. You know, we, just, we don't we want to open our stuff. We, just we, we don't want to open claims. We don't want to bad mouth you. But when you do stupid stuff, we're going to call you out. Mm-hmm. And Birmingham area FedEx drivers, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there was well, how, how many part, there was like thousands of dollars worth of merchandise just found yeah. dumped in a ditch yeah, where a FedEx driver had been near, near Birmingham that had been just tossing packages out mm-hmm. the back. It's like, you made the news. We know you guys have an issue around Birmingham. Don't keep making it. So yeah. I, mean, I don't know well, where the f- anybody listening that works for FedEx is probably going to be going. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They right. probably know, and they probably did, you know, did yeah. nothing to do about it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that that's our fed up with FedEx thing. <laughs> and believe me, I, I'm a lot calmer in describing this than I was the day it was going oh, on. Yes, oh, yes, he is. You know, really oh, right oh. here, FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So UPS, thank you for always. I've not had a problem with UPS. Well, outside of one of them did lose a package, misdelivered a package and never and never got back with me about a claim. But the net the national office for FedEx did yeah. and it got resolved. Mm-hmm. So no problems there. Um yeah. so FedEx get better. UPS, thank you. Postal Service, thank you for getting rid of our other delivery guy from two years ago mm-hmm. and giving us somebody competent. We haven't had an issue with the post office at all in a, in a long time. So thank I want to say, wouldn't DHL trying to get in on this around here too? Some you'd be lucky to get your package in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are, from what I understand, are incredible for international delivery. But as soon as it gets local, you might as well throw in a ditch. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Like, I get of- Go ahead. Random. I get something from them randomly ever so often when I order it. There is a, I wish I could remember his name, but he's, he sent like Apple air tags through DHL. He was trying to send stuff to North Korea. Oh yeah. That guy on YouTube. Uh, see if they could get tracked into North mm-hmm. Korea. And, and he was using DHL <laughs> exclusively for that. And D and he was going back and forth because things got lost. Things would sit at airports trying to get into North Korea, you know, they get stuck in China or somewhere else. And so DHL just like, look, man, we're sorry. How would you like to come to a factory, one of our our distribution centers, and we'll walk you through the entire process? Mm. They even let him sort some of the packages for for DHL. I mean, it was a fantastic PR piece (laughs) for DHL over. He was sending stuff from Germany. I wish I could remember his name. Uh, It was a fantastic uh, series of videos where he and DHL partnered and (laughs) they're like, we're sorry. He was sending things from DHL from Germany where DHL's based. Yeah. Ah, okay. That, that makes out that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Yep, they would want to PR that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they did a good job and it was a fascinating thing to watch. I mean, it was fascinating to watch the Apple Air Tags try to get into North Korea. And it was a fantastic I loved seeing the shipping uh process of how they do it. And it was it was really cool. So it worked for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a problem with DHL and I have received a few things, you know, Christina Chong that we, you know, from star Trek strange new worlds that we met at dragon con, I ordered her album from England 
uh, and it's a, it's a signed copy of the album. I still haven't gotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have no tracking information on it. They didn't offer me international tracking numbers. Mm-hmm. So 30 bucks gone <laughs> right now, as far as I know, unless it just shows up here one day. So that's our tracking uh, yes. um, stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about the mail. Well, hey, hey, let's hey. talk about a package that was delivered. We want to yeah, do this now? Man, good Go from a bad good taste in the mouth to the good taste of the Let's mouth? Let's talk about a good yeah. delivery that made it yes. to the house. So By like, USPS. Yes. Mm. So if you like ASMR, we got it for you this time. None of us have tried this yet. Yeah. Guys. yeah. This is, uh, and we did we did share the, uh, the, the boxes showing up from Golden Eagle. We did share those on our Instagram stories and Facebook posts and everything. And Golden Eagle did like this. So we have, uh-huh, we, they we, know oh. Golden Eagle knows we exist. So anybody from Golden Eagle in their lovely area, of Fayette, Alabama, thank you for the decades, almost a darn near mm-hmm. century now yeah. of fantastic syrup and products. Mm-hmm. And we know this is going to be good. We just, good. we know it is because all your products <laughs> are good. We're, right, we're not Jones, not Jones for a sponsorship, but we'll take it if you want to okay. get it. So we Here we go. Now. All right. All right. Everybody open your, open your, these are oh. the golden they eagle. Are so, smell. They are so Ooh. cute. Ooh, that's a good smell. I'm sorry for those of you listening. Yeah. Not yes, no smell o vision. Go to YouTube. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, what a pretty. Look at the shimmer on it. Look oh, at that. baby. Oh my God! Comes in its own little pan. Little it's <laughs> frisbee pan. far out, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes yeah. out solid. Look at that! Yes. Yeah, solid. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, look at that! Just you guys ready? Right up. Yeah, Here we go. Right. Golden Eagle pecan pies taste test. Here All we right, go. We're, we're, uh, dead air for just a few minutes. Yeah, unless you want to smack. Mm. Mm. Oh baby! Oh, oh. <laughs> oh baby! <laughs> Oh, it's everything I hoped it would be. Yep, that lives up to the hype. Oh, <laughs> we have done mm. so good to have so much willpower. None of mm. us have opened these yet. Mm-mm. And let <laughs> me tell you, for later. Weird. Man, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is you. You taste the golden eagle syrup in it for sure. Golden eagle. This is magnificent. I gotta take another bite. I should have got a glass of milk. Yeah. <laughs> She needs some milk. <laughs> so with a uh, golden eagle had been hinting at this. The first thing they shared on their socials was they were mixing some golden eagle in with tons of butter. Mm. And I was like, I don't know, I don't care what it's going to be. Whatever it's going to be good. This, it's going to be insane. I mean, any southerner knows. Maybe. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be made good with a bunch of butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not your arteries, but everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends on what you define as good. <laughs> yeah. We're not even going to talk about... Tastes good. Bad. Good for you. Eh. Nah. Uh, 310 <laughs> calories. Um, calories okay. don't count. They don't count. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. 310, that's your, that's your Let's calories. See. We've got uh, 37 grams of carbohydrate. Look, stop Nobody. reading this off. 17 grams of fat. Who cares? Nobody who eats pecan <laughs> yeah. pie is mm-hmm. thinking about calories. Well, I understand okay? that. I was well, see, just, you know. They're smart. They're dropping these out at this time of year when, you know, pecan mm-hmm. pie is at yes. its peak. Well, the yes. thing is, it takes, a, they're a small facility. It takes a while for them to get these out. So Man. by the time Christmas hits, these mm-hmm. things are going everywhere. Mm. 
Yeah, you're gonna uh, have these things popping up, and you, you'll mm. instead of, instead of your, your grandma making a you know a nice pecan pie, she'll just have a whole bunch of these sitting out. And her little hey, grandma, grandma's waving the white flag. She's like, I can't beat Golden Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a broken fair, drum. Though, you can't beat it. <laughs> anybody who knows. Mm. When I when I did this solo episode, I went through and showed that you know you can go and get this recipe, the same recipe mm. that made these. You can get it off their yeah, website and make it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's on the side of the bottles, mm-hmm. the jars. Okay. Now yes, that that's been good. devoured, look at, look yeah. at that. I mean, look at how shiny you that have. Is. You still have some left. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> done. <laughs> like that's very that's awesome. I'm gonna have to oh. like. I did eat two chicken tacos and beans and rice before. Well, there's your dessert. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that is just. That's one of the best pecan pies I've ever had. Yes. And I'm definitely. not, they are not sponsoring us. Golden Eagle is not sponsoring yeah. us. We're doing this of our own. We paid for this. Mm-hmm. We're doing this of our own free will. Yes. And believe me, it is our own free will that we will yeah. continue to eat these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eat these. I, would be, I would be perfectly comfortable in saying there really isn't a better way to make a pecan pie. Mm-hmm. I got to get one of these to my dad. Yeah, we got, yeah, we'll, we'll get him a couple. Yeah. One for him. Yeah, and these are. Son. I, mm-hmm. I want to throw one of these like in the oven or air fryer and warm it up and get a little warm. Oh, okay. We're in a new month. That means new paydays. Oh. That means we can buy another box. <laughs> <laughs> I really do need something to drink though. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Golden Eagle, Golden Eagle right subscription back. box. There you go. Dude, dude I would uh, cancel all my Patreon subscriptions just for that. I hope, <laughs> I, I hope this, I hope this does well. Cause like I could see like the way this is packaged. This could be something you could probably buy at Sam's. Oh yeah, like this and buy a case at Sam's, and I would gr- graciously buy one. Well, and, and when they come in, they come in a box of twelve, mm-hmm. and they rough. It comes out to be two fifty a piece. Yeah. Hey, honey, can you grab the box? The box is in a, is in a, and Brock will show us the Brock is like a the the the, the box is like a self display, so you can actually mm-hmm. open and fold up the lid, and you can just sit it out and display it. Thank you. Yeah, if, for those on YouTube, here's the box it comes in. So, um, crack this thing open, and there they are. Look at nice. we have more to eat. I'm so happy. We um, promise again. We promise we're not we're not sponsored by. These we're guys. not sponsored we just, at all. No, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this, yeah, is, this is this is an Alabama legendary company. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. You can flip it up into the to the. Uh, come on. Yeah. Make like a little display there. Yeah, I'm trying. Rock needs him a box cutter. There it is, right there. So you, I'm not going to do that now, but yeah, you can. Anyway, you can pop it up and put the lid down at mm-hmm. the bottom there, and it'll stick up as a display. I'm sure eventually, hopefully soon, we'll see those in our grocery store and convenience stores near us. Yeah, uh, right now they're they're making their way through Pickly Wiggly, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Um, I. Yeah, we're not sponsored. We're open to it. Uh, <laughs> yes. But you know what? Even even if that doesn't happen, we don't mind being your shill. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> we are shills for we are, all, we are shills for Golden Eagle. Yeah, Golden Eagle is in our DNA from as much as we've enjoyed our, our many mm-hmm. years on the earth. That's yeah. Right. Of course, yeah, I'm looking at this and going, all right, well, number one, I'm on vacation. I don't care. But number two, I'm like, when I get home, I still have a bunch of these left. It was like 310 calories. Do you know how long that is in the gym? 
<laughs> well, who cares? <laughs> when it comes to golden eagles, yeah, I who don't care. So yeah, this company's been around since 1928, so they are five years shy of their century or their centennial. Oh yeah. So you know what? If we're still going in five years, we're gonna celebrate with them. Yeah. I want to go down there and have a factory tour or something. Uh, let's go and sit in their parking lot and just eat all these. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, it, do, do they sell flags on the website? Because we'll like do like every other proud Southerner with a truck and could put a giant golden eagle. <laughs> you know what? That's that's a. For the beatus. Yeah. In this house, we kneel for the flag, right? <laughs> no, no. Stand for the flag. Excuse me. My problem. They <laughs> roll tight anymore. We say yeah. golden yeah. eagle. Yeah. yeah. It's not war eagle. It's golden eagle. <laughs> so that is fantastic. And yeah. That's the. Yeah. Just bravo. Just know that we like said we we are not sponsored we're not paid by them we spend our hard-earned money on this and we are happy to because they are an alabama mm -hmm. original that's right and there's they're fantastic so if you live within alabama do yourself a favor I try to I find see. try to find those if you don't live in alabama golden eagle is it just yeah. it's not golden eagle.com what it is golden eagle syrup.com golden eagle syrup.com mm -hmm. uh go order a box of these you will you will not regret it i promise you you will not I would be willing to bet that Jess would barter a box of these for one of those, uh, from one of those, those green slime cups. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll trade a box for, them. uh, <laughs> by the way. And, and just so, um, with, uh, they got the logo on the back of Whaley pecans, which mm -hmm. is another Alabama business that we love Alabama. We love our state. You know, a lot of people like to poke at us but we we are very happy and yeah. and loving of our state and we want to give everybody who yeah. anything local we want to try to help and so whaley pecan company mm -hmm. uh out of troy is that right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Troy. Yes. yeah uh which is in my neck of the woods where i'm originally from and golden eagle which is uh, just above us it's just above tuscaloosa and that area mm -hmm. um Fayette county yep so that that's your free plug we have no shame yeah we have pride we have no shame mm -hmm. you guys can poke fun at us all you want we're fine with it you know thank god there's mississippi that's our thing you know <laughs> you can poke fun at us all you want but we got better syrup than you do <laughs> that needs to be on the welcome side on the state we have better syrup than you do <laughs> i like that See, that's they, they, because at, around every, as you're coming into the state everywhere, there yeah. are all the signs that say sweet home Alabama. Yeah. That's what it should be. We have better <laughs> syrup than you. <laughs> sweet home we Alabama. Have, we didn't tell you what the sweet part was about. Yeah. It's our syrup. We, we have better syrup than you, and we know it. <laughs> <laughs> better syrup, baby. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> oh, well, that's the, that's the free, uh, the, the yes. free plug spot for the podcast. God. <laughs> Granted, we've been doing that the last two or three episodes. You know what sucks? I got to finish the rest of my vacation and go back home before I can have another one of those. Oh. I would overnight it to you, but if I can get there in time. <laughs> yeah. So. It'll be all right. <laughs> we love you, Gold Mingo. That's awesome. Yes. Are you still eating yours? Mm -hmm. <laughs> she, had, she had to get the glass of milk. No, she got up and got another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm savoring so it. So I dropped there two off. Go. I dropped two off in your mailbox, but what you do with the second one? It's still sitting up there. I'm I'm I, I may share that with the wife and kiddo. May <laughs> half each. 
Yeah. Or cut it into thirds so you can get another yeah. bike. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nah, I know. <laughs> <that's, that's, laughs> I wouldn't do them like that, but no, that's that's awesome. I guess no, it's 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 in there. I appreciate the more than one. I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, figured. Uh, if, you know what? I can drop another one by. Ah, you're good. Nice. I I I need to break down and order me some. I want to support the cause. I guess that's you know. You're like a drug dealer. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's like the, the yeah. guy standing on the corner with a trench yeah. coat and he opens yeah. it up with like watches and stuff. We just got golden eagles. Yeah, God <laughs> we got all your Alabama stuff. We got the golden eagle. We got the lays. <laughs> I know a, golden flake, golden I know, eagle. We can't say golden flake anymore because they're not made in Alabama. Yeah, I know a guy that was, that makes the does the barber's French dip. Apparently, people want. <laughs> 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 Psst, I got what y'all need. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, well, that that's that's a nice uh nice way yeah. to get out of the, the FedEx. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh if you uh, as we settle back in and relax mm -hmm. now, I'm pure happiness. Talk about geeky stuff, guys. Yeah, yeah. the uh let's let's talk about some really happy things that happened um last weekend which a week and a half ago now mm -hmm. uh when you hear this episode when it first drops uh, alabama comic-con was at the uh the bjcc mm -hmm. for a couple of days yeah. and uh I, I want to uh humble enterprises is the company that that puts this on mm -hmm. um I got to brag on those guys too. Uh, they put on a fantastic event. Yes. We had a lot of fun. Uh, they've done it here for a couple of years now. I think they were part of another company before they mm -hmm. splintered off. Um, they did such a wonderful job. Uh, we, we got there Saturday morning. We had signed up as everybody knows that we've, if you're a regular listener that Jess and I have just now getting into dungeons and dragons, uh, the two guys there, uh, one named John Mark, one named Tan, mm -hmm. uh, Tan was our, uh, dungeon master for the session. They, they, they gave two hour classes, um, in session, two hour sessions, of uh, classes for beginners like us mm -hmm. who don't know diddly about dungeons and dragons. Yeah. Uh, and so we went through our first real campaign mm -hmm. there and man, they were patient with us. Uh, Tan was as a, uh, first grade teacher. Yes. And he's like, I'm so used to teaching kids. And I'm like, guess what? <laughs> we have the experience level of kids with That's this right. stuff. We're we are, perfect we are, for you. We are on the first grade level as it comes to this. So no worries there. Yeah. So. He, was, he said he'd never really, he's kind of a little nervous because he'd never really taught adults before. He's like Rock City. And he, he teaches online. Mm -hmm. He does online campaigns with yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. But he did a fantastic job. He made it so much fun. He was patient with our questions and mm -hmm. and the mechanics getting used to it. Yeah. Um, and John Mark, uh, he jumped in. He was also one of the dungeon masters. But at our session, it was basically us and another young lady mm -hmm. uh, who were there. So he jumped in and played with us. Yeah. Uh, so we could have a, a good, sizable party. And it was so much fun. Man, and as we how were, have we gone this long without playing it? Yeah. And as we were, um, like I said, ahead of the, the con, um, there was an online sign up, as Brock was saying, to attend the sessions they had laid out during the day. Um, so we, like Brock said, we went to the very first one they had on Saturday. And while we were there, you know, people that were coming into the con were hearing about the Dungeons and Dragons thing going on. So there was people, you know, popping in and um, 
you know, they said, well, you're welcome to, we already got this campaign in progress. I mean, you're welcome to join us, but here's, we've got, you know, other sessions throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope that the people that had inquired that morning came back because, you know, I was, I was really happy for those guys that it really took off like it did it was for them. Their noon or the two o'clock session that was completely full. I think their oh, two, wow. to four two to was, four was booked. Yeah. At, so they had so. dual camp that John Mark was wanting to run one campaign mm -hmm. and Tan was running the other. Yeah. But um, I just have to brag on those guys. Mm -hmm. they, they were fantastic. They were patient with us and we appreciate them teaching us. Yeah. We, I don't know when we're going to be able to dive into our own campaign again. Uh, but hopefully, and we've got some other friends, um, mm -hmm. who are, are showing interest in maybe getting together a local group, which will be great after May. It'll be perfect. <laughs> um, so just kudos to those guys. Yeah. I just, I, I, I wanted to make sure we, we thank them publicly and, and humble entertainment and our, our humble enterprises for putting on such a great con. They brought Giancarlo Esposito. We finally yes. <laughs> got to meet the man. Yes. I did not get a chance to do my pose from Far Cry 6 with him, Bo. Oh. But that's because he had a line out the yin Oh, I'm sure. He had a line, and I didn't want Jess to not be a part of that. And that's a two-person pose. So I wanted to make sure that Jess got in there. So we just did a standard pose with him. Yeah. But he signed my uh, he signed my stand on the back, my Darksaber stand from from the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he signed it in gold ink on that black metallic. It looks sharp. Yeah. Oh, it looks good. And he did great. And Brock says he's, he said he's good at sm uh, signing small spaces because he has signed box cutters for people in the past. Yeah. I mean, like this size. <laughs> yeah. Because Gus Fring, he, he signs box cutters. Uh, so that's funny. <laughs> if you know Breaking Bad, you know why. Um, but what a, what a, I mean, what a just gentleman, a gentleman. I mean, he really is. And just so just very, very, just, just soft-spoken and just very gentle and, and fantastic to finally meet him in person. It was a treat. It was a massive treat to finally get a chance to meet him. And even though his line, you know, was, was long the entire time. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he took a few minutes with people, but it still moved really well. Yeah. Um, but then we also, I mean, a lot of wrestlers were there. Kevin Hall was there. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Kevin <laughs> Hall. Hall and I was thinking Scott Hall too. Yeah. Hall and Nash. Kevin Nash was there. We didn't get a chance to speak to him. And I think. Sting I, was there for like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And, you know, Sting, he only had a short window to be there. And he was, he was taking the people that had pre-ordered first yeah. and then they were going yeah, to get to the people that were in line so i don't i don't know yeah, if he we, we never saw him i never got to over there to where he was so i don't know how that line went and if anybody got you know left out but yeah. i don't i mean honestly I, I we saw sting at dragon con and and you met him a couple of yeah. years ago when he came but I, if i'm gonna meet sting i really honestly would like to meet black the the black and white yeah he did face. do the red face paint this time yeah I wasn't, I was never, you know, it was kind of like off WCW when the whole, you know, the Wolf red pack, and black yeah. and the black and white, you know, the NWO and the Wolf Pack and all that split. I mean, I'm, you know, I have knowledge of it, but I was yeah. kind of off of it at that point. But it was good. It, he did the red and black, which is good if you got like a photo op with him. Yeah. That one with him because Nash was wearing a red and black NWO shirt that same day, too. So Yeah. Yeah. If I, well, if I could have worked it in, I would have worn my red and black ruckus NWO Ghostbuster mm -hmm. shirt. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and um, after we uh, 
that finished at uh, Giancarlo's table. The other guest that we noticed that had a significant line was Doug Jones, of course. But by the time we had finished with uh, Giancarlo, uh, Doug had broken away. Um, He had panel and uh, it was getting into the lunchtime, which we always tend to find ourselves waiting at celebrity (laughs) tables during lunchtime. But, um, but like when we first walked up, we went to Giancarlo's table. When we looked over and there's Danhausen like right next to him. Nice. And the aisle splits. You've got Giancarlo here and Danhausen was like right next to him on the other right side. Right across from the aisle. Yeah. So there was nobody in line, but we got pulled away to actually talk to somebody that we knew that was in Giancarlo's line. So we just, he let us jump on in there with him. So we, we went ahead and made that rounds. So well, we finished Giancarlo. Doug was gone. Uh, we walked over and Danhausen was gone, but the lady at the table says, "Oh, you know, like ten minutes." And we were like, "Okay, well, it was longer than ten minutes." So, Danhausen went to eat. Yeah, he went to eat. <laughs> He's very hungry. Yeah, <laughs> very while, nice, very hungry. <laughs> while we were standing there, though, uh, Ruby Soho was next to him, and just down from her was uh, DDP. And he mm-hmm. was a treat to watch while we were standing in line, his interactions with people. He was even doing some yoga stuff yeah, and everything, you know, while he was standing there. So you said he lifted his, his leg he, up to his, his foot up to his head. Yeah. He did something where he's taking his leg and like holding it up. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what's going on down there, but he sure is having fun. So <laughs> <laughs> he is having a blast. <laughs> um, but when Danhausen did come back from lunch, when we saw him walking back, he was walking with Mick Foley, and those two were just chatting. I was like, well, they walked right through our line. Yeah, I was like, well, well, Mick's like, hey, how are y'all doing? <laughs> so, uh, got to meet Danhausen again, second time this year. Um, it's been awesome because, you know, I'd always hoped that he was going to do cons in the area. We got to go meet Danhausen and been fortunate yep. enough to uh, have him get to meet him twice in one year. Um, he remembered us from Huntsville. It, uh, awesome. I think one thing that kind of, really brought it back was Brock was wearing his ALGB shirt. So he's like, yeah, we made sure that well, he goes, Oh yeah, I got the patch. So we, yeah. you know, we kind of had that reconnection there and he says, and you have the figure this time for me to sign. So, and how do you know Dan Housen is a toy collector? <laughs> how do I know he is? Because, how do you know? Because when he signed it, he was, he kept saying, uh, just be careful. Don't make sure you don't close it. Cause that will smudge the signature. Yeah. You know, he knows he, he's like, he's like, leave this open for 10 minutes. The, the <laughs> flap on front of the figure. Don't move this for 10 minutes. Don't touch it. Let the paint dry. Yeah. And you're good to go. <laughs> I meant to ask, how did he look from the, when we saw him in April, he looking more healed from his. Yeah. 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 He, 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 was... he wasn't wearing this thing. In fact, I said, I said, how's your arm doing? He said, he says, he said, I'm, my arm's a lot better. He said, it, hopefully soon we'll be back. Yeah. Good deal. Good, good. Yeah. Miss, been missing to seeing him on TV, but well, he's and speaking of Dan Housen, just as a quick sidebar, um, he is his DLC in yeah, uh, AEW on. Fight Forever dropped a couple of days ago, and so we played a couple of matches with him. Nice, and uh, I tried to do the curse. He leaned <laughs> back, the screen lit up with the with the glowing purple skulls, and the mm-hmm. curse went back on him and knocked him. Yeah, silly. Oh. Like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he cursed himself. <laughs> <laughs> But I was also happy to give him a little care package because, you know, I just I like to do things like that because, you know, it just makes it, you know, all the better yeah. for that interaction. So I, I got him some uh, mini Oreos and I got him a thing of Sour Patch Kids and I gave him a McDonald's gift card because he loves McDonald's. And, you know, you can't really bring food into the convention. So I was like, hey, while you're out traveling, I hope you can have some I can uh, treat you to a McDonald's somewhere. 
And, and apparently the next day you might have. I think I did. I, actually, I think it was Sunday when he was leaving town. Uh, he had posted an Instagram story of being at McDonald's. I was like, I hope he's cashing in that gift card. Because <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he also, while he was in town from Birmingham, Sloss Fest was going on. So he was able to attend yeah. the uh, Sloss Fest on Saturday night. He yeah, posted he posted a picture of the, of, the, of the furnaces. I am at a furnace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another great interaction with him. Always love meeting him whenever we get a chance. And then... We spent a lot of time in line. The majority of our time spent at Alabama Comic Con was in lines or waiting. Yeah. Um, and just because we hit them at the wrong times, that's yeah. completely yeah, yeah. on us. Yeah. Well, when we when we left Danhausen, we figured we're going to go ahead and go get in Doug Jones' line. And he had already been gone for probably about an hour at this point. And uh, we got in line and Doug showed up. His line started moving. And then we got right up to where we were about to pay and he had to break away for his photo op. So we were left waiting for not as long. It was just the photo op. So it moved pretty fast. Um, But he came back and now (laughs) we understand why it took as long as it did to get to Doug Jones. Guys, let me tell you something. This man is an absolute delight. He was wonderful. We get to him finally and, you know, hi, Doug. And he's like, hi, and your name is, and I introduced myself and he says, you are gorgeous. So I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, so, <laughs> and he was like, and I, and I am, uh, he's like, I, is this the, uh, lucky gentleman here beside you? So. Brock introduced himself and I mean the man I I was like I didn't I felt like are we supposed to be standing here this long talking but he took probably 10 minutes with us yeah that's awesome he yeah. was he's an awesome awesome person to meet and uh was not disappointed uh Mm-mm. at all with this uh we took three really great pictures with him and uh yeah uh, and for those who don't know Doug Jones, shame on you, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> he's been in everything. Uh, he's Stuff the, you probably don't even realize that he's been in. He's the, the alien thing from in The Shape of Water. He was Abe Sapien in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he is the Baron in What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's been uh, Men in Black 2. He's Joey in the post office with the, takes long- the, he-, the He looks like the Ramon. Yeah. Yeah. Takes the, uh, the wig off and the glasses and he's bald. He's also Anytime Billy. you see a, a really, a really good costumed person that generally is very, he's usually very good and eloquent with his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's almost always going to be Doug Jones. Yeah. yeah. Saru, Captain yeah. Saru in Star Trek Dis- mm-hmm. uh, Discovery. Mm-hmm. I'd say he did also a couple of things in a couple of Guillermo de Toro's movies. Yes. I'd say, uh, very oh, big. What, what is the movie with the Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. Yeah. Pan's yeah. Labyrinth. Uh huh. Um, and also, like I said, uh, Billy in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. So uh, he was also he was also the Mac Tonight, the McDonald's yeah. commercial. Yes, Mac Tonight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and he he did have eight by tens of that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's great. Right. Actually, one one guy walked by in a Mac Tonight costume. Nice. While we were uh-huh. Yeah, he had the that guy's phone. at least forty years yeah. old. I'm sure <laughs> he was a kid. Uh, he what? Was a kid. <laughs> That's what did even... Doug Jones say about it? 
we, we didn't I, hear I don't him. know. Oh, he, he, he walked past us in the line. Apparently, he'd already met Doug, but yeah, he walked past us. I'm like, yeah. oh, holy smokes, there's a Mac tonight. <laughs> that is early Doug Jones, too. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Early. that's one of his first gigs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but if, wow. if if you ever have a chance to meet him, I highly recommend you do so. One of I've I've I can recall just a handful of interactions I've ever had with celebrities that have just been top notch, and Doug is up there at the top, yeah, I, hands down. I walked away from that table just feeling so like joyous and lighthearted, and just and just felt amazing walking walking off from. And that. he did. Can you imagine working with him on set though? I mean, oh yeah. Oh wow. He is a kind man. He is a sweet man, mm-hmm. just a gentle soul yeah. and gives uh, the best hugs too. He gives hugs and they are they are quality hugs. <laughs> I, I know you're like, how what how's this different? No, you don't understand. No. Like he he slowly puts his arms around you and just squeezes you. I mean, he's <laughs> hug master. Nice. And it was incredible. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. you can wrap your arms around him twice, but because he's a thin man. <laughs> but, best hugs and i hope he comes back he's like this is the first time i've been in birmingham mm-hmm. and and um we have a former senator uh named doug oh, yeah. jones and <laughs> uh, and and former senator jones on his on his ex account twitter account whatever um said you know there's somebody who always is impersonating me you know doug jones and also doug jones the yeah. actor walked uh, into the shot and he goes i i'm not impersonating you you know yeah. i'm doug jones <laughs> and so a, they, they got to do an interaction while they were while he was here wow. in that's yeah. awesome it was funny it's, very, it's really good video if you get a chance to check that out uh yeah do so um Y'all are like the, the like fourth or fifth people I've known to meet Doug, and I've heard nothing but wonderful stories. Yeah. Well, he's he's of course the friend of the podcast that we've had on here, Robin Shelby. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good friends with Robin and Sean, and so I was texting Robin while we were online and said, "Hey, we're in," because uh, Robin's convention agent was walking by, and I took a picture of him. I said, "Hey, guess who's here?" And uh, she's like, "Who are you in line for?" And I said, "We're in line for Doug." And she goes, "Please tell him I said hi." And so we got up to Doug and I finally got the chance to say, oh, by the way, Robin Shelby says hello. And he goes, oh, my gosh, I love Robin. How is she? And I said, she's doing good. She's right here on the phone. And, yeah. <laughs> so that, that was a lot of fun. But, uh, but yeah, those were the three guests that we met um, for the convention. There, there were more that I wouldn't have mind meeting. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded. Uh, but we were, our feet yeah. were kind of hurting by that point being aligned so much so we went over and we walked through the dealer area to see if anything was worthwhile and a lot of good stuff a lot of vendors were really good this year we didn't pick up anything um but then we went and sat uh with our beloved alabama ghostbusters mm-hmm. that had a great setup at the con and yeah then- brian maddox um is primarily responsible for that and it was it was like a double wide booth space i mean they gave us a huge space and brian did a really fantastic job of of uh decorating that and everything and of course shane and leanne and uh caitlin and then brian's family were all there so we got to spend a lot of good quality time with them mm-hmm. and, and and just i mean they're they're our, they're our family too they're our alabama ghostbusters family yeah leanne and, and jason mott mm-hmm. um and so it just love always love hanging out with them and it was a good it's been a while since I've seen, I don't think I've seen Brian since last year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Since we went probably since, yeah. we went to, since last year. 
yeah. So it's good to see them. They did a wonderful job and appreciate all of them. Mm-hmm. And our friend, Roberto, uh, Suarez, uh, back in 2017, I was going through a little bit of a life change and was having to, you know, sell my old house and everything else. And so, uh, I didn't have anywhere to put Veronica. Well, who's Veronica? Mm-hmm. Veronica is my proton pack that I built back in 2011. She's the only one I've ever built. And, um, I didn't have any, didn't have any place to, to stick her cause I was selling the house and everything. So Roberto graciously, um, he, he graciously has been babysitting my proton pack, my Ghostbusters proton pack now for, uh, six years. Yeah. And so he's like, Hey, I'm going to be coming up there for the day. Do you want me to bring her to you? And I went, you know what? It's time. <laughs> it's time to be reunited. Oh, there she is. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, that's my proton pack that I built all by myself. There she is. My pasty white legs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, not all by myself. Uh, a friend Todd Campbell helped me get started. But after that, I took over and built my pack myself. But yeah, that's Veronica. I have not seen seen my pack in ages, and now she's sitting right across the way from she's Jess. Right, she's mm-hmm. right over here. She's yeah. over there next yeah. to my Haslab pack. All, all two hundred and fifty pounds of her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, there, there's Happy Brock. I am happily reunited with my baby. So Veronica's here, and because she does weigh a t- metric ton, um, Veronica will not adorn my back again. <laughs> I, wore, I wore her out of the BJCC and I got her to the trunk and I'm like, baby, you, you, you we done. <laughs> we, we are so done. I'm six years older than the last time I put it on. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I got my proton pack back and, uh, you know, we're going to, um, I know Kevin and I are going to get together and do some work. He's got some proton pack stuff that he wants to work on. And I got mm-hmm. some, I got a proton pack that I want to, a couple of them that I want to 3D print, make much lighter, especially for my old age. And I need to make a, like a three quarter size one, 3D printed one for Jess. Cause you know, she just, she's short. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't have a chance to finally put on a, a heavy proton pack. For the first time ever, she, I, she, <laughs> she, she got to see Veronica in person and then she got, she's like, try it on. I'm like, are you sure? I'm surprised she didn't go backwards. <laughs> I was I was bracing myself. You yeah. know, it was like I was ready. <laughs> and he he let go. He strived it on and let go. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, now, <laughs> I, now I see why she's being retired. Yeah. <laughs> she's heavy. She's got a lot of aluminum in her and, and some other metal parts and all. She's, she's a, fiberglass. She's thick. <laughs> <laughs> she, she a thick girl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but glad to have her. I'm so happy to have her back. I've got a I don't have a place on the wall. Like when in my old house, I had her hanging on, I had a, a two by four that I painted with as caution stripes with two, you know, bike hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had mm-hmm. them drilled into studs and I don't have wall space here. So I've got to get a guitar stand mm-hmm. right now. She's just laying on the floor going, help me. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's my pride and joy. She is signed by Ernie Hudson and she's signed by Robin signed her. And she's also signed. I've never publicly revealed where the mm-hmm. name Veronica came from. Um, I don't know if, if any of you tech nerds remember a show called Techzilla or yes. Mahalo 
uh, was a service. Um, anyway, she's a former tech host and she's done so many other things. She, I don't think she does any tech show hosting anymore, but, uh, there's a podcast called the sword and laser. I think she still hosts. Her name is Veronica Belmont. And, um, I guess while I'm talking, I'll try to find the, the picture of Veronica at the time. I was just, uh, I'm not, you know, crush or anything like that. I just, I really liked her work. She was funny. She was very, very funny. And, um, Veronica Belmont's very easy to crush on. She was, she's incredible. She's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shame in that, man. No, but it's, it's been a while since, since, uh, since, since I remember her hosting anything, but I, I used to watch her and, uh, Patrick Norton and, uh, Tom Merritt. Uh, they used to host all these shows and really quickly, I'm, I'm going to pull this up. Well, Veronica used to come to dragon con and every year I would make it a point just to go say hi. And to the point where she remembered me and because she was a big old, just a big nerd like me and, and became a, uh, I won't say he became a friend because I, I haven't spoken to her since years ago, but you know, became somebody that I would use. I would always see at dragon con and talk with, um, golly, I'm going to find this guy as I promise. I'm, I'm just, I'm killing air right now, um, to find it. But, um, I named my pack after Veronica Belmont and so it was a 2014, 2014. I'm going to, uh, God, find out that she currently works for Adobe. She does work for Adobe. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been, I've been keeping track of her, not in a stalkerish manner, mind you, <laughs> but so revealing, bro. So revealing. Uh, it is no, no, because she's, she's, been, she was one of my favorite tech personalities and gaming personalities. Um, golly, I am thoroughly embarrassed. That I'm taking this long to, to find it. Was it 20? I just looked at my 2014, maybe it was 2013, 2012 or 2013. Cause it was one of the first few years I started doing the full week of dragon con. Yeah. And there's a reason I'm trying to find this picture. Um, I believe I took the picture. I think I was with you. You did. Yes. <laughs> you did. So anyway, this is the most interesting podcast y'all have heard. Um, <laughs> Pre-preparation -pre is uh, we're, we're getting we're getting the, me, we're getting the, we're coming down off the sugar high of the uh, the pies. Yeah, the pies. <laughs> you know what? Let me just do a search on my profile. Okay. There's the picture. As soon as that first thing that popped up. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. So this is. Yeah, I don't know what what year was this. This was. Oh, golly, 2011. Okay. I was looking in the wrong year completely. Uh, this is this is uh, why I had Veronica sign the pack. A, it's named after her. B, I remember this. B, I got her to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so this photo right there, if you're looking on YouTube, of course, that's me. That's Veronica. And that's Tom Merritt, her podcast host for The Sword and Laser, who was also, I don't know if he still does uh twit with leo laporte i have not watched that tech show in years but yeah that's in 2011 dragon Hunt. bo did take that picture but that is right after i built the proton pack uh named it after her and uh she wore it she happily wore it and then um she she told me as we were leaving she's like make sure you email me this picture i really want it and so i got in touch with her 
over email and went back and forth with her a few times and she she got the picture so so anyway that's why she's named veronica and that's my first public admission of of that um <laughs> for reasons <laughs> yeah, i'm not no i'm not gonna say the reason why <laughs> not publicly no. <laughs> I got Mom, a little just, just stop talking. You're making it creepy. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it horrible? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> well, I told y'all we'd go on tangents. There we go. So what but what other geeky stuff that we got we can talk about? Boy, I don't know. What kind of show you we all been watching? Not you know, not Bo, but um <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always me. Womp womp. Hang on, Bo. There's only one episode left anyway. Well, see, that's why I was I was waiting to ingest it all at one time because, like I said, I'm still not as I didn't get in invested into rebels mm-hmm. and all that stuff as a lot of people have. Which, of course, well, we, I'll be we there. We weren't either, but We're, you know, we've been able to kind of follow along. And, and yeah, Jess and I have never seen Rebels, and don't really know if we ever will. But well, what are we talking about? Uh, what what show is on that's We're based off about Rebels? Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as of as of this as of this episode as of the recording of this episode, uh, we're awaiting the final episode of Ahsoka. Um, and uh, by the time you guys hear this, most likely, unless you're you know Patreon, well, um, yeah. you will it will probably have already aired. Um, yeah, it airs on Tuesday nights. So, hey, yeah. I hope I hope you enjoyed the season finale. I know yeah. we will. <laughs> yeah, and then and then at that point, maybe Bo will, will go back and and watch them. All. Oh yeah. So we can we but Bo has given us this blessing. We can talk about this a little oh, bit. Yes. So just a little bit of a warning. This is going to be spoilery. We are going to talk about spoilery things. So if you don't want to listen, this is one of the reasons we kept this at the end of the show. So mm-hmm. We will not feel bad if you drop off at this point. Uh so with that said, what's going on, guys? How have you guys been feeling about the show? I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've been uh, it. I think the space wells have been I thought those were really neat um, in, in being able to, to make the uh, connection happen. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, uh, is that the same voice actor that does Thrawn? Is the actor? Yes. Okay. Yes. He's the same um, one that did it in Rebels. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is, he is big. You guys know that is Lars Mickelson, right? Yes. Yeah. That is Mads Mickelson's brother. Right. Yeah. You can see the resemblance. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I love his demeanor. I can see why you like him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very laid back, but mm-hmm. don't mess with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love and Thrawn. Yeah. If he, if he's anything like he's got, he wasn't any of the, uh, Thrawn, uh, any of the, you know, Timothy Zahn books, uh, we like heir to the empire. You know, we've heard him say heir to the empire, heir to the empire. We've heard him say it several mm-hmm. times now. And it's mm-hmm. a very clear connection to, to, you know, Thrawn's intro into, into now well now it's it's a uh, legends but they're very clearly pulling from that so they're you know my my prediction um is going to be that um and this is again this is without us knowing anything about the last episode right is that uh at the end of this um soka and the team they're not going to immediately get back it's going to be thrown and everyone leaves and they go back to the normal galaxy Ahsoka and them, they're stuck there because, I mean, think of it, the Purgles, which are the space wells. Mm-hmm. They just literally came to the planet and got hit by space mines. 
Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not going to want to come back for a little bit, right? So they're going to have to figure out another way to get back or a way to get the turtles to come back. Um, and I don't know if it's going to be that easy. So I think that we may spend some time where Ahsoka and, and team are trying to figure out how to stop Balin from doing whatever he was going to do with this power that he's seeking. And then in the meanwhile, Thrawn is going to be wreaking havoc in in the, the, the base galaxy. And by the time Ahsoka gets back, it's going to be rough. So I, th- I honestly think that next season they're going to be separated. Ahsoka then won't be back and that Thrawn will be there doing what basically what he did in um, in the original Heir to the Empire. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Uh, did Ezra have a beard in the show in Rebels? Mm-hmm. No, no. Okay, but the thing. really cool thing is, is that someone that actually after, because the thing is, Rebels ended with with Thrawn and Ezra being pulled away by pearls. That's the reason that his his Star Destroyer is so damaged. Mm-hmm. Okay, tore up right. Um. So, you know, Ezra's been there for a while, and someone actually did a rendering of what they felt like Ezra would look like in the other galaxy. And the resemblance to that rendering is uncanny. Mm. Um, and this was done like six years ago. Neat. Um, yeah. So, like, he, he pulled it back up. And he's like, I did this rendering like six years ago. And he put that side by side with what Ezra actually looks like in the show. And it's like, it's it's one to one. Huh. It looks so good. And the actor they got to play Ezra, he's going to do a phenomenal job. He already mm-hmm. is. He's got the same mannerisms. He's got the same facial tics. This guy definitely watched Rebels. Um, <laughs> I don't even think it, the way the way that I've seen him talk and, you know, uh, they're pretty tight-lipped about the other roles. Um, but he, he looks like he was probably a fan of the show as well, which is, you know, that's not a tough thing. Rebels was really good, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, it was one of the better shows. Yeah. But um yeah, that's kind of my prediction. I mean, it, it may or may not come true, but um, I kind of feel like Thrawn's gonna get back and he's gonna start causing havoc. They've already kind of get given us a little bit of a uh, a lead into that with Hera mm-hmm. saying we should probably prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably about to get bad. And yeah, Thrawn has a plan, he always has a plan. That guy, one of the reasons that he's so dangerous. Is that whereas the emperor would use the force and would you know, his whole thing, he would like to build big weapons and command and and oppress. Thrawn doesn't have to do that. He just has to know your your mm-hmm. psychological weakness. Yeah. He he, he manipulates he plays, the psychological yes. weaknesses. I was gonna say he definitely plays the psycho on the, more of the psychological aspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. And so. And in, in the in the books that uh, Thrawn that uh, Timothy Zahn wrote. To kind of tie him in, um, you know, Thrawn had a lot of of interaction with Anakin Skywalker, and he actually had a lot of interaction with Darth Vader. So he knows what happened. One of the few people that know what happened. Mm-hmm. So you know, when he saw, you know, that she, that he was her master, he was like, "Oh, I know how she right. is." There's, right. there's, but I, there's no. He wouldn't have taken on a paddle one that wouldn't have been like him. So mm-hmm. yeah, we just we'll sit back and wait, and she'll she'll reveal herself. Yeah. So. It's just, uh, it's just going to be, I, I honestly think this is going to be, uh, the next season is going to be incredible. And the, the thing to remember about this is um, all of this is leading to up to a movie. Mm-hmm. There will be yeah, a that's movie. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's going to be making a movie. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's going to be two seasons and then probably a movie at that mm -hmm. point. Cool. People were thinking the movie could potentially be like 10 years down the road. I don't think it's Disney's not that patient about this yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> I think that they're going to want the movie as quick as possible. It's been great seeing Hayden Christensen back in this. Oh my gosh. He's Bo, I can't wait for you to see that dude. Oh yeah. That was one of the things social media spoiled me on quickly. Yeah. Well, he was even in this last episode. Yeah. Did I was did, surprised to see him back for this one. Yeah. Did, did, Social media spoil anything else for you about this last episode, Bo? Uh, another particular cameo that popped in? No, the, no. I, I'm trying to think. The only other thing I know is either the <laughs> really. I'm tr I'm trying to. Th you may have said something that I hadn't paid attention. Oh, that cameo! That cameo! Yeah, you know what cameo? Yeah, that was pleasant. Yes. Okay, we're not going to talk about that then. Um, yeah. No, so you need to know about. You needed to see that because it'll blow you away. I had no idea. I was like. Okay. That's why that's I didn't want to say anything one. for Bo, and then you know, just just so happened to in fact anyone else because yeah, you know, it's it's, it's very it's, it, it's towards the beginning of the episode. Yeah, and yeah. being a Star Wars fan, it this particular cameo and a mention. Oh yeah, that, no, 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 the no, mention no. that I, happened. I, I, I've okay. had yeah, I've had this one spoiled. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this particular cameo coming back in, and then the mention of someone else in conversation was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Kind of tugs at your Star Wars heart. So Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Mm -hmm. And I'll 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 be up front. I had it spoiled for me before I saw the episode. Oh, okay. Oh, it's impossible. <laughs> I, I had yeah. it spoiled by the person playing it. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, yeah. Really? <laughs> you had to mention it already? And so I I, I knew he was coming. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I think I think in Ahsoka one of one of the, the, the rising stars of the rising villains that the real villain of this isn't Thrawn. It's Senator Aziono. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. like that, that dude. Guy is evil. I want to, I want to punch <laughs> that guy in the face. <laughs> and I mean, he's, he's just, I mean, it's, it's almost like borderline obvious. The dude's an Imperial like mm -hmm. instigator. Cause he's like Imperial remnant. Well, I don't know anything about that. Why yeah. yeah. kind of crazy. I don't get it. And the thing yeah. is, is, is is you know me coming from reading the original Thrawn books, the you know Air of the Empire, th th there was an, another senator that was a Bothan. Uh, you know, you hear um, uh, you know Bothans mentioned in the original trilogy. Mm. We've never really seen any. We we still haven't seen any in live action. Um, but his name was Borsk. I'm gonna I'm going to like totally kill his name, but it's Borsk Falea. Um, <laughs> and he was a, uh, a senator that is very much this guy. Just like him, I'm like they just cast this guy as that. Changed the name and said he's going to be that 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 political antagonist that we need. And this this dude is yeah he's not going anywhere. He's going to be I, I guarantee you this guy's going to be in everything post like in the Mandoverse with Thrawn involved. He's going to be the he's going to be in this every everything. We're going to see this guy for a long time because it's going to get to the point where we're like this guy is like Joffrey. From Game of Thrones, we're gonna oh. freaking hate this guy. <laughs> oh. yeah. There you go. So, Balin. Yep. How in the world are they gonna have him in season two? Or um, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a good suggestion of a recast that someone brought up that I thought would be amazing. First off, he's going to find a power that even I believe that the death that the um. That the witches, like I don't know if they were called Dathomirian witches, but that they're running from. 
he's going to find a power that even that they they appear to be running from because it's so bad and it's so corrupt. That's what's calling to him. We know that Ray Stevenson passed away, right? Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, he won't be coming back in season two, but it seems like his part to play isn't over yet. I don't think mm-hmm. he's just going to just disappear. Someone actually suggested that Leave uh, was his name, Leave Shriver, Shrushruff, Leave uh, Shriver, Leave Shriver, re- be recast as him. He has the the presence, the look. He grew his hair out. I think he could pull it off. Especially, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with his health because he was filming something after this when you know he made his untimely demise. But as the season has progressed. His face has become darker and darker and darker as the seasons progress. I've seen his eyes. He's gotten darker. Something's affecting him and pulling on him. Um, and I feel like that's what we're going to run into potentially next season. And as I said earlier, I think that's, that's he's going to be the primary antagonist for our band of rebels in the next season, I believe. So he is that, that part's going to be really important. Unless they, unless they decide to change the story because they don't have Ray Stevenson anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't he's, think so. He's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I have loved him. It, it it's, it's been throwing me off. His, his demeanor has been, is he going to go good? But you're saying not. Oh, no. No. Um, if you look at, if you look at the cover of heir to the empire, um, there was a mad clone of a, of a former Jedi master called George Kibalth, um, that was manipulated by um, Thrawn to uh, basically help him command and coordinate his troops from a distance. He could use like a battle meditation, which is supposedly what Thr- what the Emperor used to maintain his control over the Empire. Um, that's not a thing now, not, at least not yet, um, but. We're kind of feeling like maybe that part in another way is being filled by this character. Like mm. the mad Jedi will be this Jedi, which is the dark Jedi, but this Jedi, once he actually gets to this power source and it corrupts him. Because whatever this is, he just he has like a mad thirst for it. He's just like, you know what, Shin, you know, you're 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 cool. I'm going after this. See you later. I mean, the dude abandoned his his you know protege <laughs> to go and look for this. So, you know, it's it, it's definitely that, that's the whole. I mean, he's been pretty clear about it. that's the whole reason he's here. Mm-hmm. He wants this power really bad. Hmm. So, I think that that's going to be the biggest threat and for our heroes next season. But you know, Thrawn. By the time they get back, Thrawn's already going to have caused a lot of problems. Okay. Well, it's a, it's been a fantastic show. Um, you know, like, like we've told you and, and I've said before, we have, we've not watched rebels, but, mm-hmm. um, the show has gotten our interest for sure. Yeah. What do you guys think? I was going to ask, what do you guys think of the difference in pace? Cause you know, Mandalorian was a different pace than this. This is more space opera. This is more deliberate. It's slower. What do you guys think of this? I think the pacing has been good. I mean, it's, if if it's if it's holding my attention, it it's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I I think the build up, I with one episode left, I don't I and I don't know what to anticipate in this final episode, but I don't know. I was hoping for something a little bit more 
between Thrawn and Ahsoka. Um, Supposedly, yeah. the last episode's over an hour, so so there could be. Mm, yeah. Okay. As of now, I've been waiting for them to get face to face, and I'm assuming that's going to happen uh, in this next episode. But mm-hmm. well, to be fair, in I mean, granted, please, any of my my fellow legacy Star Wars nerds, please correct me. But I mean, Thrawn really never had any run-ins with like direct run-ins with Jedi, other than the Mad Jedi um, in the original either. So there could be a possibility that they may be going to keep keep Thrawn being like the shadow threat. Like, okay. You know he's there. You're scared of him because you can't get to him. And then right. in the end, spoilers, in the end of the original um, trilogy, um, well, not the trilogy, uh, the duology, sorry, in the end of the original trilogy of, of Thrawn books, he actually gets killed by his own bodyguard. No. So, which wasn't a Jedi. So, you well, know, at least in the end, it wasn't a Jedi that killed him. It was his own bodyguard. Well, at least it didn't have a moon drag down on top of him. That's true. That's true. That happened a little <laughs> bit later. But I mean, uh, to another character. Mm-hmm. But you know, he got the he got the Julius Caesar treatment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where are the eyes so, of wherever that place is. I can't even. I can't even just express guys just from the uh, historical perspective of, of the amount of stuff that the, and the fact that they're working with Timothy Zahn directly on this. The amount of stuff that they could pull. There's there are concepts like, you know, that we we have replacements for all of the original characters that would have been in it, like Lando. Um, uh, uh, you know, there's this whole concept of the Katana fleet that could go after. Like he's going to be back. He's going to need ships. What if the the Imperials don't just roll up under him, mm. like we think that they will? Maybe he has to fight his way through. Maybe he has to find this this fleet of ships called the Katana fleet that were mothballed because of a big uh, a viral outbreak uh, uh, killed off all the crew. You know, I mean, just th- th- there was just like so much stuff in the original books that, that Filoni could pull on. And he's been doing a masterful job of the story so far. And it's so, it's so funny that you, you can see all of his elements in it. Like, you know, he loves wolves. Like I had mentioned, he loves dogs, wolves, things like that. So you got Balin's skull, Shin Hati. So you get Skull and Hati, which were, you know, that they were chasing the sun and the moon and uh and, and Nordic religion. And then, you know, they, when they chase the sun and the moon, they eventually catch it. It's Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what does that mean? What is the, does the fact that they're going to catch it eventually mean Ragnarok? What does Ragnarok mean in Star Wars? We don't know. You know, it's really easy to read into stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool because it's like the good old days where we just kind of got to wait and see. You know what we're going to be uh what we're going to be given as a story yeah all right yeah man i'm glad you guys are excited about it and i really yeah. look forward to seeing what you think about it but when you get oh yeah yeah it. yeah no actually it's this is this is very intriguing like i said i'm not watching it from lack of interest i just i wanted to and ingest it as a mm-hmm. full full thing yeah yeah, yeah. Right, it, it's been good we, we have no complaints we've actually been i mean we're not the last couple of times we have not gotten to them until like thursday night Mm-hmm. Um, just for timing purposes, but uh, and probably that'll be the case again this week with my schedule. But um, yeah, looking forward to it, and, and we'll certainly certainly do a wrap up on the uh, on the next episode for sure. Yeah, so we, I'll try. I'll try to ingest it mm-hmm. all before we record next time. All okay. right. 
All right. Maybe maybe I won't get that that wild hair to keep continuing to try to clean up the garage and do other things and actually <laughs> watch stuff. I won't fall you if you do both. That'll yeah. be that'll be awesome. Yeah. I, I know the feeling. <laughs> so okay. Well, is there anything else uh, we want to touch on before we call this an evening? No, I think we've uh... <laughs> just no, <laughs> no man, I gotta that, go to work. <laughs> that, uh, that sugar rush from the pecan pie is yeah. is wearing off on her. It's it, this has been a hard episode for me to get through. I apologize. I've, <laughs> I've been it. I've, I've I think everything that has been going on last couple of days is kind of catching up with me. Yeah, we we both fell asleep on the couch early last <laughs> night. We're she fell asleep really early and I was trying to watch the end of the Alabama game. <laughs> and Ugh. I don't I I think I made it to the fourth quarter, <laughs> the beginning of the fourth quarter, well, but the after game that, started was, at 8. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. So, well all right. Well, this tired bunch uh, is going to wrap this episode up then. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you can find us on social media at Bama Geeks on Instagram, X, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. We're all over the place on there. And uh, we've also got our front porch community, the Bama Geeks front porch on Facebook. You can find us there and interact with us directly in a private group. All you got to do is request to come on in. Just do a search for it on Facebook. And then, of course, if you want bonus audio and video, uh, usually 30 minutes to an hour sometimes in between there, we normally try to keep it around 40, 45 minutes of uh, bonus stuff uh, that we just let loose and talk about. Patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. Extra audio, extra video, Discord, and uh, hopefully worthwhile use of your $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also uh YouTube, uh, not YouTube. <laughs> I can't think anymore. <laughs> Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, uh Spotify. Wherever you can leave us a five-star rating, we would certainly appreciate it. If you want to write up a, a nice review about us, mm-hmm. we would appreciate that. If you don't, yeah. that's we know we'll we'll take it all. We you we, we all have thick skin. We're we're too old to care anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh that's me gen x whatever mm-hmm. um so yeah but we appreciate you and yeah. appreciate our patreon members and uh we hope that uh we'll see you again for episode route 66 oh Ooh. nice okay, yeah. yeah we might have some we might have some special fun things for yeah. this next episode that'll be the next episode before halloween Last year, we had our good friend uh, Michael Nix on to discuss some Alabama ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Will Nixie return? Mm. We honestly don't know. He hasn't committed to it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> we might. Well, we might. It's, huh? it's not Route 66, dude. It's Execute Episodes. Oh, <laughs> of course, the Star Wars man. Yeah. <laughs> Order 66. So, uh, yeah, we we don't know if we're going to do Alabama ghost stories again. Uh, we're trying to sweet talk him. It takes a little bit of a bribe to get him to actually do some homework and research. <laughs> actually, he doesn't. He loves telling haunted stories. <laughs> but uh, something else, we've got a fun thing coming up uh, or the weekend. A day before we record next time, we'll be able to talk about. We're actually, we'll, we'll go ahead and say, we're not going to tell you where, but we're all four going to join up and do a little uh, ghost hunting yeah before the next episode if you're friends with any of us you know where we're going That's you know exactly where we're, we're going. interested yeah. in it so 
<laughs> so yeah, we we if we're allowed to take video and stuff there, we're, we'll do that and post it up. But yeah, so we got some fun things between now and then, and hopefully uh, the next episode will be a lot of uh, spooky goodness and fun mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. So, so we're gonna wrap it up. I'm Brock. That's Jess. Yep. That's, that's me. Bo. That's Kevin. Woo. <laughs> hopefully home soon from the great. Well, it's not Canada. It's not the great white north. Just north. It's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we thank you so much for joining us on Bama Geeks. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Goodbye.